This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back, Mariners Pod. Thanks for being here once again as we head into the weekend. Before we do that, we'll talk about what happened to the Mariners last night as they get a win over the Angels in Game 1 of a four-game series. We'll get you ready for this weekend, and we'll have a fun conversation coming up with Shannon Dreher as she had a chance to sit down with Donovan Walton. A very fun conversation as he just mashed his first Major League home run a couple of days ago. So we'll touch on that as well. So a big Mariners pod coming up before we hit the weekend. So Mariners, of course, losing the final two games of the series against Oakland, still wrapping up a pretty solid homestand overall, really good homestand after sweeping the Rangers and then winning the first game against the A's. So a five-game winning streak at that point. The A's take the next two games, so that led us into the game yesterday. Mariners arrived in the wee hours of the morning in Anaheim. So a quick turnaround as they took on the Angels in game one of the series. And the Angels played some long ball early. Two home runs for the Angels. They had a 2-0 lead in the second inning. Mariners would take one back in the third. And then Jake Fraley, his first big blast in the big leagues. Canning ready. The sign, the set, and the right-handers 2-2 pitch. The Fraley is on the way. Swing and a high fly ball deep in the right field. Going back is Ward looking up, and there it goes. Goodbye baseball. Jake Fraley with his first big league home run. It's a towering three-run homer here in the top of the fourth, and the Mariners now have the lead 4-2 over the Angels. Holy smokes, Jake Fraley, number one in the big leagues. With the long ball, he gets a high five from Taylor Trammell, a fist bump from Jared Kelnick. He drives in those two, and the Mariners have the lead in the ball game on Jake Fraley's first major league home run. Way to go, kid, and get that ball as a souvenir. What a night it was. A home run, drove in three, walked twice, of course, because he's been walking a ton that was great to see, no doubt, with the really devastating Kyle Lewis news that Jake Fraley is going to be in the lineup a lot. I mean, we're going to see him just about every day. Taylor Trammell, the same. We'll see both those guys a ton moving forward. They'll get their chances, and Fraley certainly took advantage of it yesterday. The walk rate has been so impressive He'll get a long run after smashing his first Major League home run. So the Mariners had a 4-2 lead. The good news is they played some add-on in this one. Kyle Seeger. Well, this is a big add-on. The 2-1. Swing, and this is clobbered out to right field. Way gone, Kyle Seeger. An absolute bomb to right field. His 11th of the season. Claudio can't stay off the barrel all the time. Seeger makes this a 6-2 Mariners lead in the seventh. 
It's pretty nice. Six runs, 11 hits. The Mariners' top of the order got it done. Crawford had three hits from the leadoff spot, including two doubles. Hanniger a couple hits. Seeger a couple hits. So 11 total. The offense did their part. It was a pretty, well, we've seen a pretty typical start from Justice Sheffield so far. He's not pitched fewer than five innings in any start. He hasn't pitched more than six in any start. He was on the tightrope in a couple different innings, but when it's all said and done, pretty solid start from Sheffield. Sheffield checks the runners, and the one-two pitch. Swing and a miss and a slider in the dirt for strike three, knocking it down as Godoy is going to make the throw. The throw to France at first, and it's in time, and that will retire the side. The third time that Sheffield has fanned Shohei Otani. Yeah, that was good work. Sheffield goes five and two-thirds, six hits, two runs, three walks, seven punch-outs. He had two home runs, which is pretty interesting. He allowed two home runs. Last year, last year in the shortened season, he lost two home runs in the same inning in this one. But that was it. Six to two, Mariners take game one of the series. So that's a good way to start what is a long series, four-game series, but a very long road trip as well. So, so far, so good for the Mariners as they're off on the right foot. And let's hear what Scott Service had to say after the ball game. He's in a few jams. Like he often is, uh, but he executed tonight and he made pitches and it really came from his ability to get ahead of the count. Not just him, but all the guys we brought in from the bullpen tonight that were outstanding. I think we're 78% first pitch strike or something like that tonight. So uh, really, really happy with that offensively. Obviously, JP, big night. Uh, you know, when we're on seven left-handed hitters in there, you know you're going to see some lefties out of their bullpen. So uh, we got some young guys that are learning, uh, but, you know, JP, big night, Siegs, Finally got Claudio. He's faced him enough over the years, and I don't think, think he maybe got one hit against him, but he finally got got a long one against him, and, uh, you know, Haney continues to, to swing it well. So all that being said, it was Jake Fraley's first career home run tonight, and it was a pretty big one. So uh, um, good night all the way around, and you know, I'll take any questions. Scott, should everyone have eye drops before they hit a homer now, or what's going on? Oh, they were really pumped up for, for Taylor, the trainer. They got to go out, they get all the TV time, and then drop the eyes, and, you know, the new eyes in there. And then everybody went to him right after the home run, you know, give me some eye drops. So, uh, no, it's, it's all fun and uh, uh, excited for Jake. Jake made some nice adjustments. He, he really has uh, – he was out for a while with the hamstring. He really went to, to work on, on a swing, and he's, he's created a little bit more length out front with his swing and certainly does a great job controlling that strike zone. Man. He just doesn't swing unless it's right there. Scott, he does have a walk in his past uh, going back as an amateur and during the minor leagues, but he's walked something like 15 times so far. What, what has been the change there? Well, it just, you know, he just won't swing. He doesn't chase. And, you know, even when he gets that, I thought the 0-2 recovery he had in his first at-bat tonight was as good as it gets. Uh, against Canning, he's got really good stuff. He's got the changeup, the breaker ball, along with the riding 95-mile-an-hour fastball. And Jake has the ability to just foul off those pitches enough work through counts and before you know it he's on first base so uh, uh really happy with, with what he's doing offensively and again nice to get that first home out of the way for him scott i think the misconception of that is like some people will sit there and say oh he's just looking to take a walk but he's just looking not to swing at bad pitches that's, that's exactly right he lets the ball get deep he's not in a hurry he's not jumpy getting out front which is kind of what we saw from him his first couple goal rounds with us you know in, in 19 First getting through the big leagues in a little bit of time last year, you know, it just wasn't the same guy. Uh, he's in a really different mindset. His, his frame of mind is just so different. Um, he's just enjoying the moment. He's staying 
uh, in the moment, focusing on what's there today. Don't get too caught up what's happened in the past. Don't go too far ahead. Just stay in the moment, and uh, that's what he's doing every event. Scott, how impressed were you with him to regain himself after that eye situation and come back and put together not just a competitive at bat, but a home run in a two-strike count? That's pretty awesome. I will say, you know, oftentimes you go out and check on players, something's happened, they hit a ball off their foot or something like that with the eye or whatnot. He was about as calm as anybody I got on this visit in a long time. And he's like, oh, there's something in my eye. I'll just throw some stuff in it see if that helps. And sure enough, it helped. How impressive was the slider tonight from Justice, especially to Shohei Otani? It seemed like he was fooling him left and right. Yeah, he really did. You know, but he threw just enough fastballs to keep the fastball in Otani's mind. And that's why he got the chase with the slider. The slider was really good. Obviously, he put it in good spots. Uh, he didn't get it in a good spot to Walsh, and he paid for it. But the ones that Otani were really late breaking. Uh, but the was all set up by throwing just enough fastballs to keep him on. Scotty sniffed it, though. You could tell once he got the lead, he kind of sniffed it and really put the – kind of went – and he didn't look real pleased when you pulled him. I think he really wanted to get one more. No question. Um, you know, and I think, you know, with the three batter minimum rule and things like that, it changes how you bring relievers in. You know, you wanted to give uh, Shaggy a little breathing room just if he doesn't get that first guy. His next hitter is not Otani standing in there. So it was the right time. Um, and Chef does have that – you know, that killer instinct in him. Um, he's very competitive. He wasn't real happy with his outing last time. He wanted to stay a little bit deeper there. And I thought he did a great job. You know, the fifth and sixth inning was really efficient. Um, pitch count got up in a couple of those earlier innings, and he got it back in, in, in line and was able to get there deep in the game. It was a really nice job. Scott, I, I love the nickname Shaggy. I'm glad he pitches every day and you talk about him. Um, but the, the, that bullpen group didn't allow a walk, didn't allow a hit, got 10 outs late in the game there, all while you still are waiting on two key pieces to come back to you. That's pretty critical. It really is. And, and when we're going good, we, we, we throw it in the box. That's how I term it. Other guys have different – we just throw it in the box. Throw it in the strike zone. Take our chances. Uh, you know, I don't think I don't know if Keenan Middleton threw a ball. Maybe won the whole inning. He was out there. Monty was really sharp tonight. It's really the key for all of our guys. Paul Sewell. I don't think he threw a ball all night. Just keep pounding, pounding, pounding. It's hard to hit in this league. It's hard to put consecutive hits together. So uh, our guys do a great job when they fill it up, and they were awesome man tonight. And he was the star of this one, Jake Fraley. Uh, hey, Jake. Congrats on your first big league homer. Uh, what exactly was in your eye and how did you kind of like regain your composure to come back into the box after that? Um, I don't know what it was. Uh, <clears throat> so he, he threw the first, I think it was yeah, strike one. Um, and then I was in the box and I was looking at him and all of a sudden my right eye, like I saw like two of, of canning. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I like blinked. And at that time I said time. But I, I was assuming that the you know he didn't hear me, and then I put my hand up and it was like time, and he didn't give it to me. And my daddy threw the strike already, and I was like, geez. So I just kept looking, uh, trying to get it out of my eye, and it just wouldn't go. So eventually the eye drops, eventually got it out. But I mean the composure thing. I, I mean you're you're in the moment. I mean you're out there. You got adrenaline going. Obviously you want to you know make something happen. So. Um, honestly, I feel like the staying composed was the easy part. It was getting the thing out of my eye. That was the hard part. Had you ever had an experience like that before? I mean, whether you're in the outfield or at the plate where you had to just completely stop because something was in your eye? No, I actually haven't. I've never had it to where I had, like, the, the trainer come out and, like, 
give me eye drops to get it out. I'm usually, you know, it's obviously happened before I've got something high, but never to the extent where I gotta like stop everything. Cause I literally couldn't, I was seeing like double of everything out of my right eye. I don't know what was going on. Jake, you don't wear contacts or anything like that. No, 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 no contacts, yeah, no contacts. That's pretty unnerving though, if you you can't see right and you're trying to hit the best pitching in the world. Yeah, exactly, that's not a, that's not a good combination. So I gotta get that fixed real quick. I think everybody probably wants eye drops now, though. <laughs> I actually told Taylor, I said, we, uh, we got to have the eye drops there before every at bat. Um, so I can uh, make it happen uh, after what I did today. Jake, how do you account for this, uh, this stretch that you've been in with taking all these walks? I know uh, looking at your profile from, you know, when you were in college in the minors, this isn't something completely new to you, but. Uh, what is going on with your approach right now? It looks, it, sees, it looks like you're really tracking the ball really well, making some pretty good swing decisions. But in your own opinion, what's happening? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think you hit it on the head. Uh, it's kind of something that I've always, you know, prided myself in uh, from college and obviously through the minors. Um, you know, I've always, you know, had that kind of niche on me that, you know, I, I you know, have a good eye making swing decisions. Um, and I think now it's just, I mean, I'm obviously sticking to that. Um, and <clears throat> I just really think, I mean, I, this is my uh, third year. Yeah, 18, 19, 20, uh, four, four years, yeah. So uh, with the Mariners, you know, they've always preached, you know, controlling the zone. Um, <clears throat> and so I just think, you know, obviously first step, you got to buy into it. Um, and then, you know, step two is, you know, finding a way to apply it, you know, to when you're in the box. Um, and for me, man, like I, like I was just saying, it's something I've always kind of prided myself in. I feel like it's helped, you know, being here around these guys and what they preach and, um, you know, learning with, you know, the majority of people think with two strikes, you know, expand the zone, anything close, foul it off, when in reality it should be two strikes, shrink the zone, um, because more times than not, especially in the big leagues, the majority of pitches of two strikes are balls, they're out of the zone. Um, so, you know, when you have that concept of shrinking the zone with two strikes, um, and obviously that's dictated based on, this, you know, who you're facing, right? What they do, if they're a strike thrower, um, you know, or if they're, you know, majority ball thrower, you know, whatever the case may be, obviously dictates to those certain circumstances. But uh, for the most part, it's really just, you know, having that focus and, and kind of, uh, I mean, really, really committing to it and not coming off of it. Jake, did you know it was gone, the bomb? Yeah, 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 I, I know it will. Donnie said he blacked out running the base. Two, two one, you give your team. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it it felt it felt really good. Um, I'd be lying if I said it didn't. It felt good. Um, it was a blessing, and um, you know, it's just one of those things that you just kind of take in. And um, you know, I've hit uh, quite a few home runs through you know college and in the minors. So um, rounding bases felt exactly the same. I was curious. You know, it took a while for me to figure to to get that feeling of going around the bases in the big leagues, but you know, I was finally able to get it, and it was fun. Jake, did you get the ball by chance? Uh, yeah, I actually did. It was pretty cool. Styles um, was uh, was able to track it down, and I was able to sign a ball for for the. I think it was a man um, that caught it, so I, I was fortunate enough to be able to get that. Jake Scott said you did a lot of work, even when you had the hamstring injury with your swing, just trying to refine it, getting some stuff out, getting some some length in the front. What did you think you've done that's been better about your swing? <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't think so much refining it. Um, I was in a really good spot uh, through, uh, you know, putting together, um, obviously, in the beginning, very beginning of spring training, um, kind of getting things rolling was a little slow for me. But once I hit kind of the middle to the back half of spring training, I was, you know, feeling really good, um, being consistent at the plate. And then that kind of rolled into, uh, you know, the beginning of the season, um, having the good at-bats and uh, putting the ball in a couple balls. And obviously, you know, you guys all know that, you know, with me being hurt, um, but kind of from that point in those weeks that I was, you know, rehabbing the hamstring, um, you know, I was just constantly looking at video, um, you know, that never stops. Um, and talking to Laker and talking to JD and, you know, during the off season, we worked all off season on changing some things from last year to this year. Um, and we felt like we kind of got like the foundation of my swing down pat, which is, you know, what you guys all saw, in, you know, the back half of spring training leading into opening day. Um, and then we kind of felt like we, there was another piece on the upper half with uh, with my hands and my preset and <clears throat> kind of goes hand in hand with my rhythm as well. Um, and during that time that I was rehabbing, we kind of put that last piece together and we feel like, you know, that kind of connected the entire puzzle uh, for everything that we've been working on since um, the off season. And, you know, now it's, you know, I feel incredibly good at the point. I, you know, everything feels like it's clicking all cylinders. And um, now it's about just, you know, having the at-bat, staying healthy and then just kind of producing that consistency at the plate. Jake, you're obviously really close with Kyle and in a really tough break with him for what he's dealing with. Uh, but in that context, you know, what has the team told you about your role moving forward, and, uh, you know, given the state of the outfield? Yeah, uh, I think for all of us uh, in the outfield, it's just going to be kind of a circulation. Um, you know, we're all going to be out there uh, based on, you know, let it be, I don't know, a situation who's pitching, uh, you know, somebody needs a day off. Um, you know, obviously we have the DH, you know, that's open like tonight where I was able to be at the DH. So it's just going to, everyone's going to kind of move around. Um, you know, that's obviously up to Skip and, and kind of what they want to do and what they're seeing night to night. And, you know, I've just been <clears throat> obviously very only focused on kind of my situation and uh, just being very vocal to, to Skip um, that, you know, whatever he needs, I'm, I'm here for it. Now, tomorrow is going to be a bullpen day. It was supposed to be Justin Dunn getting the start. And he, of course, went to the IL, some shoulder uh, issues. The good news is it doesn't sound like it'll be a long stay. But tomorrow, uh, Robert Duggar will get the start in the ball game. But we'll probably see Hector Santiago after that. So a lot of bullpen action. Shohei Otani will take the ball for the Angels. 638 first pitch. Saturday, 707. You say will take the ball. Alex Cobb will go on the other side of things. And then Sunday, 107, Logan Gilbert will go. And Angels have not announced their starter as of yet. So good start to this series. We'll see what the Mariners do the next couple ball games, and we'll talk about it all on Monday. In the meantime, we'll hand things over to Shannon Dreher. Fun conversation with Donovan Walton. Son of an Oklahoma State University coach, fifth-round draft pick out of OSU by the Mariners in 2016. If you're looking for the heart of that 2019 AA club, look no further. Now he's making an impact at the big league level. Here's the stretch and the 2-2 pitch to Walton. Swing and a drive into right field and deep. Brown going back, looking up. Goodbye baseball. How about that? Donovan Walton with a three-run home run here in the bottom of the fourth inning. And the Mariners have a 3-1 to lead in the ball game over the Oakland A's. Donovan Walton going deep. And for Donovan, his first home run in the big leagues. How about that? One of the best feelings in the world. I think the game 
and life just stood still for a second. And then uh, next thing you know, I just heard the roar of the crowd. It was like you hit it and then everything was paused and then you just hear the roar of the crowd. And next thing you know, I'm yelling at the dugout and rounding the bases. And uh, it, it was a special moment for sure because just because I've been, I've envisioned that my whole life and you know, every kid and every guy who's been in the big leagues, that's, they've envisioned that moment of hitting a home run in a big league park. And for the last three or four years, I, I've been envisioning it happening. And so having it happen here in Seattle at the home park was, uh, I couldn't ask for any more. For those that don't know, you're baseball through and through. You grew up in a baseball family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, all I know is baseball, you know, and um, growing up with my dad, um, being a college coach and has played baseball, um, I've been in the team environment just my entire life. I was running around with all of my dad's players all as I, when I was five years old. And so, uh, and I just love being around the guys in general. You know, I love being around the team. Um, when it's off season, I don't know what to do with myself because I, you know, all I know has been around baseball and being around the, my teammates my entire life. So, very thankful and very blessed to have this opportunity. I don't know if this is a true story. I read it. This is fantastic if it is, but uh, apparently you started T-ball when you were four years old mm -hmm. and the kids were older and your dad told the coach just to put you in the outfield and by the end of the season you were a four-year-old shortstop <laughs> yeah. for the team. Yeah, I mean, all I try to do is just imitate my dad's players. I, everything <laughs> they did, I just try to imitate them. And uh, I, I can remember growing up, I've always had like a few favorite players on the team and guys on the team and my dad would always be like hey go follow him go follow him like like Tyler Saladino Cam Schiller uh, Steve Holmes I would like a couple of those guys have been played in the in pro ball in the big leagues and I would just go follow them and try to do what they do and Doug Bernier I mean I can go up and down and uh, I just take ground balls with them and just literally imitate their swings imitate how they feel the ground ball and um, that's all I try to do. So it wasn't just about the ice cream? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't. I, I just loved, I just loved the game of baseball. Still love it to this day and uh, it's been, it's been great for me and my family. Can you still imitate swings? Do you, do you oh, all the time. Okay, who's do you All do? the time. You, I, you know, I, honestly, I, people ask me to do swings all the time. Is it pool holes or Cano or, you know, uh, Barry Bonds, Griffey, like Etro, like, I've always been able to imitate those guys' swings just because I watched it a thousand times on YouTube or on TV. So, uh, yeah, I still do it to this day. Have you shown Ichiro his swing? I always kind of give him a little, like, <laughs> little something. But, uh, you know, um, I don't think I've really showed him exactly <laughs> what I think his swing was like and all that stuff. But I might have to show him some time. Hey, I think people that haven't followed you for the entire time probably don't know this, but you were a gold glove winning shortstop. You won the gold glove yeah. at the minor league level. Yeah. That's a huge deal. You just won yeah. at the position. What did that mean to you? I meant a lot because, uh, you know, that's what my dad and I talked about all the time. Being a, a son of a pitcher, uh, you know, he taught me from a young age, um, you always got to bring the glove. You always got to bring the glove. No matter what happens on offense, you always got to bring the glove. And I remember my uh, short season coach Moomau, he always told me never cheat your pitcher and that stuck with me and um, you know I've always had my eyes on the gold glove you know it's something I definitely wanted 
and for to earn that award was very humbling and um, very grateful for that uh, that trophy because I've taken a million ground balls and uh, all that work has paid off and uh, I'm just very blessed. What's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten in the game? Best piece of advice? I've gotten a few. I think what I've realized um, going through everything, like we care so much about, you know, having success in this game and we want it so bad. Um, and sometimes we dig ourselves a hole because we want it, we want it, we want it so bad and we want to have the success. A couple of things I've gotten is to let the game come to you. Um, if you've prepared and you've done all the work leading up to the game, then just let the game happen. Whatever happens, happens. You know you put the work in and just enjoy it. Just like enjoy everything that's going on and go back to if you prepared and done all the work before the game, just go have fun and let the game happen. So uh, that would be the, the advice I'd give uh, the younger kids. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And the last question, what have you seen from this group over the last 10 days? Just uh, the closeness, the bond. Um, I feel like there's a lot more energy. Uh, you know, I think we had a, a skid for a moment, and I feel like guys, uh, including myself, we were all just kind of pressing and trying to do too much. Um, I feel like we're enjoying it, and we're enjoying our, our times around each other. And we do have a close bond in there, and uh, every time you walk in the locker room, it, everybody's, you know, checking up on each other and enjoying the, the time they have each other. So it's, it's easy to go out there and have some fun with your teammates. And that fun will continue tonight. Donovan Walton at second base and batting ninth. That was the Mariners Clubhouse Insider brought to you by WSECU, the credit union for Washington. Still plenty to come on the pregame show on the Alaska Airlines Mariners Radio Network. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.